Hi, welcome to the girls you don't like. I'm Carson. I'm Bailey. And thank you for listening. We hope that you've all had a great weekend and the first couple weeks of summer break if you are in that stage of life. <laughs> and um, we are having a good time this summer. Sorry, my kids just walked in. <laughs> my daughter's holding like a really tall green stick i have no idea what it is like for gardening or something (laughs) okay sorry my husband just got them and um but yeah anyway we just hope that you guys are having a great first part of your summer it's been a couple of weeks into june and yeah it's been nice to just kind of enjoy summer things so Yep. Anyway, I actually just got back from California, so yeah, we're, that's we fun. Kind of kicked off the summer with something fun, so that's excited. super fun. Yeah, that's super fun. We for yesterday was Father's Day, and we went to the beach, and that was fun. I'm so glad that we live near the beach. It's it is very different being so close to the beach and going all the time, whereas like. When we used to live in Arizona or Utah, having to drive over the beach, it was so fun and just magical. And it still is, but it's like, I think I kind of take it for granted now. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I thought I would like go every day <laughs> and, and I like, we still go a lot, but like not as much as I thought I we would, you know? Yeah. So, but it is so peaceful. Like I, I just had like the best day yesterday and just sitting in the sand and we and over here if you ever come to florida the nice thing about the the gulf is the water is warm so my daughter and i she has become a pretty good swimmer so we went out and we were just swimming out in the ocean together we saw dolphins it was so fun yeah it was just like it was just like a magical day it was really fun that's cool so yeah (laughs) yeah i wish we could swim in the ocean over California. Yeah, it's, it's freezing. Yeah, it's freezing over there. Like obviously you like build tolerance or you get a wetsuit or something. Yeah. But it's so nice to like just be able to go swim in the water like full on. <laughs> so That's so cool. Yeah. So anyway, today our episode is going to be about work horror stories. So thank you to everybody that submitted your stories. We are going to get to it. So just, just warning, this one is a longer one, so I will do my best to keep your attention. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. Uh, Sorry, that's probably like a gross sound to hear me clear my throat. (laughs) I should probably like turn my head away every time I do that. (laughs) No, it wasn't. Okay. All right. So I worked at Amazing Jake's in high school. It's like an amusement center. So it has arcade games, buffet and rides. I was in charge of operating rides and there were a few. We had bumper carts, go-karts, carousel, teacups, some tiny roller coaster. And I also worked the laser tag thing. This job was not super fun. We probably had one of the worst job turnovers of all time. They would hire people in groups of like 10 plus and within a week guaranteed there would be two left at the most. But despite, but that, despite the point, 
but de- what? <laughs> but despite the point, I have a few stories from here that I can remember. P.S. The last one is probably best if you need a skip to save time. Haha. <laughs> the first one was during our wildest two days of the year, the end of Ramadan. Ramadan is a Muslim holiday where they fast for a month. And then I guess they often celebrate breaking that fast together at the end of the month. Don't know much about it, but for some reason, one of, if not the largest Muslim church in Arizona, like to rent out Amazing Jake's on the last two days where they break their fast and just go wild. <laughs> oh man, I can only imagine, like, you're starving for a month. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, so... I worked there for two summers and Ramadan had probably two or three more times the people that, uh, oh, sorry, this is just, (laughs) sorry, I'm like reading this in real time. And Ramadan had probably two or three more times the people that summer, Saturday, that 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 summer, summer, oh, that a summer Saturday would have, sorry, that's just. That did not make sense in my head. (laughs) It was slammed. And the parents just released their children and let them go absolutely berserk. I love it when people use that word. That's such a good word. Like they will be gone and they will not tell their kids to do anything. So obviously these kids are just going crazy. They don't follow the rules and they're just crazy. And they sure as heck won't listen to 16-year-old me. So I was working my Ramadan shift and I got... Lucky, and I got lucky. I got the merry-go-round, so slightly more chill than the rest of the rides. But I was just chilling, doing my thing, and the ride was coming to an end. And I'm helping kids get off and exit the ride area. And I turn around, and this kid just pukes right on the ride. Oh no! Turns out he got off the teacup, sprinted over to the merry-go-round, and then puked. Oh, Super my. fun! Haha! Ha, that was the only time I ever had to clean up puke there was on the dang merry-go-round i was so mad the other two stories i have are from go-karts which are which was by far the most problematic ride let me preface this though these go-karts are not very fast and the track is like the tiniest oval track ever like maybe 30 feet long on the straights not super hard right wrong i'll skip a lot of the problems i had there but it was incredible how bad grown-ups were at driving these dang go-karts that go like 10 miles per hour. One of the crashes I had though was these two like 40-year-old adults. They got on and started barking like the main rule. Breaking. Oh, breaking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they started breaking. I was like, barking? <laughs> what? Barking. <laughs> Sorry, barking. <laughs> oh my gosh, sorry. They got on and started breaking like the main rule, which is not to bump each other. So we yell at them to stop and they obviously don't. But all of a sudden, one of them swerves going full speed and slams the other adult into the wall. I don't remember exactly what happened, but they got rocked. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of them got airborne for a sec. <laughs> and the other got rammed under the rubber barrier that lines the track. But we legit thought we might have to call an ambulance for them, haha, because it was an intense crash. We had to make them stay there and have our manager come over so we wouldn't be liable. Basically, we had to file a legit accident report, and luckily they were fine. But I still can't believe how bad the crash was for how slow they are. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, last and most traumatizing story for me and probably the person I was helping 
So the rules for being able to drive the carts are that you have to be be tall enough and have to wear the seatbelts. Well, this one adult waited thought waited throughout the super long line and hopped in their in their cart. And this person was large, like they were big. But I go around after a second to start checking seatbelts and I get to this person and they could not get the seatbelt on. They were too fat, but they were determined to ride this thing. I was like, you can't ride this if you can't get the seatbelt on. And they said, can you help? So sure, I'll try. So I give this seatbelt a hefty tug and it is not getting close. (laughs) So I'm like, hey, it doesn't look like it's going on. And they are like, keep going, keep trying. I'm going to ride this thing. (laughs) So I am literally like straddling their cart at this point. And I'm putting all of my weight on this person's belly. And I'm like, let me know if I'm hurting you. uh, Because I am cranking on this person. It was not easy, LOL. I was trying for a hot minute, pushing through this person's belly to get the thing buckled. But hey, they got to ride the go-karts, LOL. Okay, was this Eric? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just like, I don't know why I always know what he's riding. I just, I guess I know his riding style or something. Probably, yeah. Like, it's so funny. Okay, that last one, he felt so bad. Like, I remember him telling me this and he's like, I just felt so bad because he just really wanted to ride it. And he had to, like, tell him he was too big to ride. Oh, my gosh. He's like, I feel terrible. But, like, he wasn't allowed to ride it if he couldn't get his seatbelt on. I'm like, that would suck. Yeah. That would feel really awful, like, doing that. I'm, (laughs) I'm surprised that they didn't, that they don't have, like, an extension clip. Like for like airplanes, like they have that, like, I feel like Amazing Jakes could get like sued for like, like, I mean, um, honestly, you know, I don't know. That's like, probably would now, but yeah, it's just funny that like, I always know that it's Eric because he like (laughs) doesn't talk that much in real life. So it's not like I like know it like you know the way he talks yeah. I, I always know the way he writes yeah that's, that's funny. so funny oh man that's funny and it's not like i've spent like that much time with him and i don't like we don't like text or no you know so it's not like i like no i just for some reason i always guess that it's him yeah that's <laughs> funny i guess he just he writes in a lot for our i know podcast. that's awesome <laughs> i wish like i'm like every time eric writes i'm like dang jake come on, come like, on jake. <laughs> but jake I posts mean, about us oh yeah does he, it, so. he listens like he's listened to every episode and he he loves it he just he's just busy you know but yeah totally uh, you know so anyway i love that eric writes in. that's awesome so <laughs> He's got funny stories. So. Yeah, and he he's a good writer. Like it's funny the way he writes. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, this next story says, "Warning: This mentions miscarriage." I had a horrible miscarriage. We moved to a new city. I got a new job. I wanted to feel normal again, so I went back on ADHD meds. Shortly after I started this job, I found out I was pregnant again, so I had to go cold turkey. At the time, I never once thought I was a bad employee, but maybe I was. That's why I bring up the ADHD myths. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, A girl I worked with was also pregnant. She was probably seven months. 
She told me how this company was so weird about her being pregnant, how they made her feel like it was a huge hassle to provide for, sorry, provide her with insurance, especially for pregnancy and maternity leave. She wanted to come back to work. Apparently, they never had a pregnant employee, which I find hard to believe considering it was Utah. I didn't tell anyone I was pregnant. I had a late-term miscarriage, so I was waiting to share for a long time. And after hearing about how hard of a time the other girl had, I did not want the company to know I was pregnant as well. There was another girl in the office who was kind of our supervisor. She had worked there for a long time. She trained me. She was a communicator to HR and the managers. She said she loved the show The Office and always wanted an office vibe like that. I don't think she knew she was the Angela of the office, though. (laughs) She was so moody. So it's been two months. I've been waiting for this time to qualify for insurance so I could finally go to the OBGYN. I tell my bosses that I'm pregnant so they're aware that I will have to miss work in the mornings every now and then for doctor's appointments. Then this girl goes out of town and divvies up her work between all of us. I complete all my assignments, but when she comes back, she said I didn't didn't do some important things, which she didn't. I don't know. Maybe she did. Um, but I thought I completed everything. It's been a week since I let them know I was pregnant. This is crucial info. <laughs> then my manager <laughs> asked me to come into his office. He tells me I'm being let go. What? Yeah. Okay, this oh. is you, Carson, right? Yeah, it is. Sorry, I'm trying I'm, to act right like I, I know. Like, <laughs> I know. I'm trying, like what? Yeah, I'm like, what? No, I'm like trying right to like, when act I read like, the, I know. Yeah. the ADHD stuff. I'm like, this is Carson. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. They let you go right then? Yeah. Isn't keep that me- illegal? Oh, okay. yes. Okay. I'll keep reading. Um, crazy coincidence, huh? They said I was on my phone all the time. They had cameras everywhere to monitor us and that I didn't complete some of the work that I was assigned while the girl was out of town. I was devastated. And then they said this, apply again and we'll hire you. What? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm so bad of an employee that you're firing me, but you'll hire me again? Question mark? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I truly think they fired me because they didn't want another pregnant girl and made up some bull crap to justify their actions. Um, 100% they did. Yeah. That totally. is so illegal. Like, yeah, it was. And I, Jake and I, we thought about like, oh, well, we didn't really think about it. It did like cross my mind for a millisecond, but I immediately was like, no, I can't do that. But I had a lot of people that I've told this story to. They were like, you should have sued them. I was like, we had no money. Like, I'm going to hire an attorney with zero money to fire them. Which, like, I don't know. Maybe they did, like, have camera footage. They could, like, tally up all the times. Like, I was on my phone. Because they let us listen to music while we were there. Because we pretty much just, like, copy and pasted, like, all this stuff to excel like over and over and over again. So it was just like a boring job. Like it was just an administration yeah. job. And so we, they let us listen to music. And so I was like on my phone changing music. And anyway, so like, I just didn't yeah, think I could well, win. And like, you know, and then uh, my mother-in-law, she is 
an accountant. Actually, I I I don't think I'm allowed to share this. So never mind. But <laughs> she anyway, basically um she was able to look up what like their the company like what they like their IRS thing <gasps> and no and she like she was anyway uh but oh yeah, my gosh I probably to... should not tell this but basically I found out she found out that they make a lot of money this it was like a teen crisis center and so they <clears throat> well not a teen not a teen crisis center like it's kind of more it was like what mom does but so it's like a foster home, but it was like this huge building. They had school there. They had all these therapists on staff. They lived there. It was like, but it was kind of closer to juvie than like normal, oh. a normal home. Like it was like dorms. And okay. then there was like, there was like two different levels. So they like on the inside of like the compound, basically, that was like the kids that were in a more intense situation and like more yeah. on lockdown had more strict rules. And then the kids on the outside of the compound, like they like lived like right above our office. So like we saw yeah. them walking around and they had more like flexibility and they had jobs and stuff like that. But they were all like teenagers that just were troubled. And so anyway, so it was like a Ted's it a Ted's job. And, um, but yeah wow. it just like so they made a lot of money it was very expensive for people like we had a few like girls there that were like from very 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 wealthy families like that they were like at boarding school they got kicked out of like all these boarding schools and this was like the last <laughs> resort so like it was like those type of girls there oh. and then, then there were also like kids that were like state put there by the state you know and um, but anyway, it was just like, that's like why they had video cameras everywhere. And I felt like that's like, like it treated us like that. Like, like we were yeah. these like criminal kids, like, cause they would like, uh, call us or something. And we had like codes for everything, like even to use the printer. So like if we printed something that we weren't supposed to, like they would know, they would trace it to exactly who did it. <laughs> it like felt like way more intense. intense. I don't know. But, like, after hearing, like, mom's stories, like, now I kind of get it. But at the time, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, you guys are psycho. Like, I'm a normal <laughs> being. Why would you, yeah. like, you know, but now I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess that these girls can, like, manipulate you. And maybe, yeah. like, maybe, like, maybe they've had problems with, like, somebody being a drug dealer or sneaking stuff into them. Or um, I don't know. But anyway, so, yeah, I totally think that they fired me because I was pregnant. And I there's just, like, no no way it wasn't that you know so yeah. no but, but i don't know like maybe it literally was the point. fact that you said that they would hire you again like that's yeah. just that, the dumbest thing i've ever heard that yeah. they like that was fired exactly you because you're like, a bad employee yeah. like yeah then, yeah that like, makes no sense <laughs> yeah i was like what i was like who who has ever had somebody tell them that like when they're getting fired like if you if you play again, we'll hire you back. I'm like, I was like, what? What? Then why are you firing me? Why are like, we? <laughs> like, that is anyway. so weird. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. That must have been really stressful too. Like, yeah. And so oh, because was. you were like but, waiting for the insurance, and then yeah. they 
Wow. But you know what? Like here, just like, just to kind of auto silver lining. Um, so I, I had that job when Jake and I, we moved down to St. George in May, like the end of May. So like beginning of June, July, I had that job there. So the beginning of August, I got fired, but that was right. Jake had started med school and we had student loans. And then because I got fired, I qualified for food stamps and Medicaid. So it ended up being fine and like perfect. And Medicaid paid for, totally paid for my pregnancy. Whereas I don't know how good their insurance would have been. Like I probably would have still had to pay out of pocket for that. And I would have quit my job anyway when I would have had my baby like six months later. So, you know, it just it ended up working out for the better. But it was like the most humiliating thing ever when I oh, went yeah. through it. But looking back, I was like, you know what? It's fine. And because of my miscarriage, I was like really scared about like losing Austin. So I like it's kind of a blur when I look back at my pregnancy. Then I seriously I don't know what I did with my time. I had like a couple of nanny jobs that like barely paid me anything like, but it was just something to do. And, um, like I nannied like a six week old baby, like up until like Christmas. So, and that was kind of like practice for me (laughs) since I was about to have my own baby. But, um, (laughs) like, I don't know. It just like, it ended up working out and like, that like seriously that girl that was like the angel of the office she was the most like toxic person ever like I she was so moody like she really liked me at first and then she like hated me after like (laughs) a couple weeks and I was like whoa okay like I would try to talk to her and ask her questions she like it was like her birthday came up and I was everybody told me it was like oh it's her birthday coming up and so I was like I asked like our our actual supervisor that lived in North Carolina that would like watch us on the camera. It was like weird. Oh, yeah. And like, <laughs> and she like, um, I uh, like asked her, I was like, Hey, do you know like what her favorite like treat is? Like, cause she worked with her the longest and she used to live in Utah and she was telling me we were going to surprise her. And then she found out that we were going to surprise her and she was pissed. Like she didn't what? want us to do anything for her birthday. She was just so crazy. And like, just uh, and she was older so like i think like maybe she didn't like me because i was young and i was married and um and she was like you know she obviously was elias and um she was in her 30s she wasn't married she didn't have kids so like i and not that not all girls are like this but i just felt like she like hated me because like she because i had something that she didn't have like or something like i don't know even though that's like everybody's different you know like i i could have easily been in that same position if i hadn't met jake you know like (laughs) so like seriously that's how like i expected my life to be honestly like (laughs) so i Anyway, we can move on to the next story. (laughs) But yeah, that was my, that was, yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I love the store world market. So naturally I I applied for a job there for those discounts. (laughs) I got a summer job with their stock team. I was the only girl on that team. The shift started at 1am in the morning. A lot of the time 
depending on when the truck was ready to drop off inventory to the stores. So it was basically like a graveyard shift. A lot of creepy stuff happened at that job. I was 20 years old. So yeah, I was young. (laughs) Most of the guys that worked there were around my age or a couple years older. They would have conversations about pornography right in front of me. Oh my gosh. It was disgusting. It made me so uncomfortable. One of the guys, I felt like he liked me, but he had a serious hygiene problem. He he had disgusting, greasy, long hair, and he smelled like B.O. I couldn't stand being near him. Another guy had a girlfriend and asked me if I wanted to take a ride on the back of his Vespa. And for some reason, I said, yes. And we rode around the parking lot. (laughs) My boss was probably 30. He was married and he told me that he and his wife refuse to have children because the world is going to end and they don't want to bring children into this sick world. They made it permanent. (laughs) Anyway, here's the worst part. We had a new guy that got hired. He was really cool. I got along with him really well right, right from the beginning, but he was new. I think this was the second or third day of him working with me and my boss asked me to give him a ride home from work. I felt put on the spot, so I said yes. So I'm driving him home, and he starts talking about how he grew marijuana in his basement. (gasps) This was 10 10 years ago, so it was still very much illegal. (laughs) How he had the cops called on him for it. How he had experimented with peyote in the desert. I didn't know what it was. I was a sheltered Mormon girl, okay? It's a plant that grows naturally in the desert. Native Americans use it for spiritual awakening, but it is a psychedelic drug that causes hallucinations. I feel like he told me other crazy stories, but I can't remember right now. I ended up quitting that job. I felt it was so inappropriate for my boss to ask me to give a stranger a ride. He could have done it himself. And that's when I realized I hate men. (laughs) JK. Anyway, I wrote that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I just, I knew you worked at World Market, so. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Sorry. I, I wish that these like kind of scrambled them up because I feel bad that two of mine were in a row. Not so, but anyway. <laughs> Jeez, that's, yeah, you're brave um, for working. Well, I only I mean, worked there, I think I only worked there for like two, like two or three months. You've had a but, lot of night shift jobs. Yeah. Well, it's like it's hard getting a job um it's so brave though like i don't think i could do that well I'm like my scared. first one my first night shift job like i didn't start off with that i i worked like for the at like a a restaurant inside of an airport and they also owned a paradise bakery um yeah but like I just started off during the day and then this girl, she made more money than us. She made like, I was making $8 an hour and this girl, she worked the prep cook job and she quit, but that was a night shift job, but she made $10 an hour. So I was like, dang, I want to make $10 an hour. So that's when I started. <laughs> and then yeah. after that, I was like, yeah, I've done it before. I could do it again, but it's, it sucked every time. Like, it just sucked but the first yeah. two times like it was easier because i didn't have a boyfriend or like a social life so you know it was mm-hmm. easier but once i met jake then it got really hard and i just felt like a zombie because you can't just like live life like a normal life and then sleep during the day and work at night and then try to flip back to 
being awake during the day and sleeping. It was just like way too hard. And so anyway, (laughs) but thankfully I went through that because now Jake works night shift a lot. So I'm always like giving him tips, uh, you know, and like, I'll like wake him up. Like if, when he doesn't, when he's done and he'll be like mad at me because he only slept for like a few hours. I'm like, no, wake up now. So you can go back to normal sleep, sleeping. Like you'll go back to sleep tonight. And he's like, no, I just want to keep sleeping. I'm like, for real, I'm telling you, if you stay asleep all day, <laughs> you're going to be awake all night. Like, yeah. it's just, <laughs> and anyway, so. It'd be so hard. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm going to read the next one. Um, warning. This one is scary. I had a night shift, front job, desk. What did I just say? Sorry. <laughs> I had a night shift front desk job at a hotel. I was the only employee at night. I was 21 and in a college town. This was a job that I hoped would get my foot in the door for the day shift. I had been working there for a few months at this point. I had a boyfriend. Life was good. I had noticed this young guy coming in around 3 a.m. for a couple nights in a row. He would grab the the free coffee in the lobby and then leave. So after a couple nights, he decided to come up to the front desk and talk to me. He was wearing a dark trench coat and a huge backpack. Oh my gosh, I would probably cry if he approached me. Um, He told me he was was homeless because he got kicked out of one of the university apartments. How girls never want to date him. When I brought up my boyfriend, he got angry and said, why do girls always bring up they have a boyfriend? I bet you don't even have one. You're just saying that to blow me off. (laughs) Okay. Um, That's when I got really concerned and the conversation went dark. He talked about how he thought about killing people. Holy crap. Um, I can't remember exactly what he said, but my flight or fight was starting to kick in. I remember texting my boyfriend that a scary guy was there. And I remember thinking if I just run to the back room and lock the door and then run back to the kitchen and lock the door, then I can call 911. I told him that I had to get back to work and thankfully he left. Oh, wait, sorry. I just lost my place. (laughs) Um, I told him I had to get back to work and then he left. Thankfully. After he left, I sent my boss, who was new, by the way. They had a lot of manager turnover. And I told her about the guy. She was cool and told me they were going to fix the door. Most hotels lock their automatic doors after a certain time at night. You can only get in with your room key. It had been broken for a very long time, and they didn't know which keys locked the door. They fixed it and decided to get security cameras. I had been applying for jobs at other Marriott hotels, and thankfully I had an interview for a day shift job, and I got it. So I was able to quit the night shift and never have to worry about a possible serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's probably obvious that that one is me, too. (laughs) Uh, Because I think I – I don't know if I've shared the full story. I don't know. I feel like I've shared this story before on the podcast. You shared a part of it. Yeah, but so all of that, holy crap! Yeah, that was like that was so that was scary. That was like yeah. the scariest moment of my life. So yeah, but thankfully he. I can't even like that was a really long time ago. So I wish that I wish that I wrote it down. But I think I just wanted to forget it. 
But now that like looking back, I'm like, dang, I wish I like remembered exactly what he said to me. But it was scary. Like, and that could have gone so bad, Carson. Yeah. Like, I seriously, I was really thinking like, oh my gosh, if I just run back there and I lock that door and then there's another door that reaches out to the hallway that's in the kitchen. But I was so scared. I was like, I didn't know like what to do. And, and um, it's like the middle of the night, like nobody's gonna know, you know? Yeah. Well, that's like crazy to me that they even let you work alone when that door was like that. Like, well, it's like, it's Provo. It's BYU. We're right across the street from BYU. So a lot of our, a lot of the guests, yeah, it's just like, well, so here's the thing. This was like a franchise. So it wasn't like Marriott, Marriott owned it. There was like a, it was like a group of investors that lived at Utah. They owned that Spring Hill Suites. And then they also owned Courtyard next door. And, um, and they were like, just so cheap. Like we were always understaffed. So anytime like anybody was sick or like wanted, had a vacation, like I had to quit my job there to get married because they didn't have anybody <laughs> to cover me for my wedding and for my oh, honeymoon. Man. Cause I had to take off two weeks for our, uh, to like go down, prepare for the wedding and get married, go on my honeymoon, go do the other reception to Colorado, then come back home. Yeah. Like it was like two weeks. So yeah, that is a long time, but it's also like a very appropriate thing to take time off for. Like I remember I had like a part-time, like a very temporary job for a chiropractor in our home ward because his front desk girl, she got married and she had her honeymoon. So she took off two weeks. So he just hired me for two weeks. And like, that's like a totally like something that people should support like that. I'm not going to not get married because you can't cover me. So I was yeah, like, fine, I quit. Weird. I quit then. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm not, I'm getting married. Like, it is what yeah. it is. Like, <laughs> and so they just like, they were so cheap. They were, there was a lot of stuff broken. They have been telling us like every year we're going to renovate. They never renovated. I think I like oh last gosh. time we were in Utah, we went over there just to check it out because I worked there for a long time. I worked there like three separate times. Like they always like hired me back. (laughs) And and, um, cause like the computer system for the hotels, it was really hard to learn. So if somebody like knew it already and they didn't have to train somebody, they were like, yes, we'll hire you. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, and I, since I was the night shift, uh, like I kind of learned a lot of like manager stuff, which I was, that's like a whole other thing. Like, I, my last time I worked there, I ended up quitting and it was just like really frustrating because I felt like they, they like never like wanted to hire me for the supervisor job. Like they just never gave me a chance. They always hired like out and I just knew way more than them. And I just would get annoyed because like, I don't know. Anyway, it just, yeah. it, that happens at a lot of jobs, you know, it was just annoying. Yeah. So, um, that's actually like some juicy gossip like one of the girls that they hired to be our supervisor she was younger than me and she had worked there for a while but she worked at the courtyard so she had never worked at spring hill and um and her 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 husband uh they they were like young they didn't have any kids they they were just like a young married couple and he worked the night shift too but he just did the weekends and i did the whole week so 
he like he would take over for me on the weekend and um she was like from norway or denmark or somewhere over there so but she like she had like an american accent like honestly like she i would have never thought she was from a different country but she was really pretty but i found found out that she had an affair with our new manager who was like had like had moved down from like idaho to utah for this job and he had like six kids and they oh. always hug out with each other and they would like go to Costco together to stock the <gasps> the store. And I always oh thought like, gosh. I always thought, dang, she's like really friendly with him. And I was kind of get like, oh. like, that's weird. <laughs> and then we found out like he got fired and she got fired because they had an affair or something oh like that. And then she gosh. divorced her husband and she moved back to Denmark and, and oh. you know, so it was just like, and then uh, the guy that worked at our hotel too, his bro- little brother worked there too. So he told me all this stuff. He's the one that told me all <laughs> the juicy. <laughs> That's so brother. funny. <laughs> wow, Brad and out. crazy. Yeah. I don't, like he was like a maintenance guy. He was kind of like, he was kind of like a drug addict, like kind of like, or oh, gotcha. more like stoner or pothead. Like, so yeah. he, like. He would always talk to me. He like hardly ever worked. I think he got fired because he was bad at his job or something. (laughs) It was like, it's a college town. So like just that stuff like happened all the time, but it was just crazy that because they like, they got married in the temple and her parents were like mission presidents. And that's how she met her husband because he was on his mission there. So he'd like go to dinner at their house all the time because her parents were the mission presidents. And so they like, we're totally like this perfect Mormon couple oh, and she wow. like totally cheated on it, but she got, Holy married. Crap. she got married when she was 18 to him. So I was like, Oh, oh my God, okay. like, what do you think? Like, what do you think yeah. was going to happen? Like she's, she's cradle snatcher. Yeah. Yeah. Like she hasn't lived. And then she goes to a new country where people probably think she's very interesting because she's from a different country. And you know, like, I don't know. Like she yeah. was really pretty and she kind of did a lot of modeling stuff. Like, but okay. anyway, it was just like sad. That's so, <laughs> was, so crazy. actually makes me wonder, like, I can't, I remember the guy's name, but I can't remember his last name. Like, I, I hope that like he got married again and like found, like found happiness. Cause that like sucked for him. Cause he didn't do anything wrong. Like, you know, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I worked at a donut shop when I was 20 or 21 and probably should have known how sketchy it was from the get go. Considering that after I was hired on spot and asked to come in that day to work, the manager who was a woman asked me if I was a virgin. (laughs) Holy crap. Uh, The other girl working with me said, that's just how they are. (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, I replied and said that I was. She asked me why. It was so weird. After working there for a while, I noticed lots of weird things like the bakers who were much older would always ask the younger girls working there if they'd come out and party with them. Oh, what? That's weird. (laughs) It was all so creepy. One morning at like 6 a.m., I drove up to start my shift and I noticed there's a guy laying on the sidewalk right in front of where I parked. I was frightened, but then heard him yelling for help. It was one of the bakers, not one of the inappropriate ones. He said his back gave out randomly while he was outside on his break, and he had been lying there forever. 
He was shaking like crazy from how cold he was because it was 6 a.m. in September. What? That's like not that cold. Oh, <laughs> wait. Okay. So this, I actually wrote this. Oh, okay. I don't know why it says September. I meant February. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, that's cold. <laughs> I had to call an ambulance. I ran to my car and grabbed anything I could to warm him up. Luckily, a customer pulled up and brought over blankets because I only had towels and random things. <laughs> I went inside and the owner boss was there and I told him one of his bakers was out there unable to move and the ambulance was on the way. He was like, oh, it's cold out there. He should go home. I had to explain the situation to him like five times. He just kept saying he should get up and it's cold. He was so unbothered by it. I didn't feel bad when I listened to my parents when they wanted me to quit after hearing about the sketchy sexual remarks throughout the job. Yeah. Uh, okay. Actually, I think I remember you saying that and yeah. telling me that story. And then something else weird happened there, right? Like, yeah, they were just like, they were just super inappropriate, like all the time. Like, and yeah, I mean, they were, they were Asian, like the owners, and like that's what like was so weird when I was trying to explain the story, like or explain what happened. Like the guy yeah. was out there on the ground, and he just was like, "Oh, it's cold. He should go home." Like, yeah. Oh, it's cold. He even like walked out there with me because I went back out there. I was like, I don't even care if I get fired right now for not like starting my shift. Like this guy yeah. needs an ambulance, you know? Like, yeah. And. He, like, came out and was just, like, waiting out there. And he's just like, oh, it's it's cold. We should, he should, like, get up and go home. I'm like, are you dumb? Like, he is literally on the ground, cannot move. Like, what aren't you getting about this? <laughs> like, yeah. But, yeah, they were just really weird. And the whole, like, asking if I was a virgin and the bakers were all, like, wanting the younger girls. Like, one girl was still in high school. Like, oh, she was, gosh. like, doing, like, half day or something. So, like, she was able to work, like, during the day, and they would, like, ask her to go out all the time, and it was just so weird, so weird and crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. And the other girl who worked there for a while, she was just like, yeah, that's just how they are. And I'm like, that's not okay. That's <laughs> so creepy. Yeah, I'm like, that doesn't make it less weird that this random lady just asked me if I was a virgin and we just met, like, 30 seconds ago. Like, yeah. So... Yeah, that's it was weird. just, yeah, mom and dad were not, they were like, um, that's really scary. Like, we don't want you to, like, get trafficked or something, like, because the comments just got really, like, scary. I forgot about a lot of them, but it just, it was constant, and dad was like, um, just quit, and I'm like, well, I have to, like, put my two weeks in, and he's like, no, you don't, like, he's like, legally, yeah. like, you don't have to, like, they're allowed to fire you at any point, you are allowed to quit at any point. And he's like, I don't want you going back there. So I yeah. quit. And she was not happy, the lady, but whatever. <laughs> like, Yeah. It's like funny how like when they're not happy about it, it's like, um, I, I could do whatever I want. I don't have to work here. Yeah. Like, she was like, you no, know? you have to, you have to come in. Like, and I'm like, no, I, I'm sorry. Like that was like. I had never done that before. It was really, like, scary, like, calling in to say I was quitting. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no, you have to come in. Like, and I'm like, no, I I don't. Like, I might have even said my dad said I didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> my dad said I don't have to. Because <laughs> I was just like, not. 
That's hilarious. But, like, so weird. Like, I couldn't, like, stand That's my so funny. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, um, and it's, like, funny how, like, people get, like, so mad at, like, young people for, like, quitting. And it's, like, what'd yeah. you expect? Like, like their lives are changing. Like, I did that for when I worked at that gymnastics place in Idaho Falls. When mm-hmm. I put in my two weeks, uh, the owner was so mad at me. And she starts, like, telling me, like, all this stuff that I did wrong. And and then she's, like, basically, like, talking to me like she's my mom. And, like, as she, was, she was, like, you need to learn that how to how to grow up and be mature. And you can't just, like, do this. And I was, like, I put in my two weeks. I'm going home. Like, yeah, you well, know, I don't I, live. You think they I don't would live know here. that because yeah, like, Idaho Falls is everyone knows that Rexburg is yeah. college town and they have like they literally know that like that yeah they have to like ask you like what your school schedule is like because they know that most people are looking that are looking for jobs are college kids like yeah and that it's a track system and stuff but yeah that's crazy was, yeah so yeah it was just like yeah um I don't live here <laughs> yeah. like anyway yeah Okay, the next one says, I worked at a movie theater after I graduated high school. Since I was one of the lesser number of employees who didn't have day obligations, I worked during the day when hardly anyone was watching movies. So the only other employee that was doing the same job as me was the team leader, and he was, well, very creepy. He would always say uncomfortable things and be very awkwardly flirty. He was just weird. I mean, he literally had worked there for seven years and could have probably been promoted, but he didn't want to. And they eventually made him become a team leader since he worked there so long. He was so weird. He didn't want to be promoted. That's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, we had to start the day or well, we had to start the shift by looking at the daily tasks and bigger to do's and split them up and do them. He wanted to meet and discuss in the small supply closet. I stayed at the entrance of the closet, like halfway in the door with the door open beside me. He did not like this. He kept telling me to come in and shut the door. And I told him I was not comfortable with that. And I was going to leave the door open while we went over the tasks. He literally tried to grab me and close the door. And I had to walk out into the open and he just got frustrated and walked away. Yeah, I requested to never work alone with him or on the same shift as him going forward. Oh my gosh, that's creepy. Yeah, so that was also me. (laughs) Oh my gosh, what did they do after that? Did they, did they? I didn't, I actually didn't tell them like what had happened um, because I don't know, I think I just thought because he worked there so long and the management at, I'll just say this at Harkins theaters. This is like a known thing for people who've worked there. Management is so sketchy. There's always, there was a lot of stuff that happened at like different movie theaters too. Um, Like at like superstition and stuff. Um, But yeah, they, I just didn't really trust that anything would happen. I had just told this one manager that I didn't want to work with him. And he like asked why. And I was just like, I think I kind of told him in that, like, I just wasn't comfortable with him. And he was like, okay. Like, they just, they didn't really ask questions, but they didn't really, like, 
they just were like, okay, yeah, and they didn't make me work with him again, luckily. <laughs> so okay, well, at least he it did was that. like, yeah. So I'm like, that's all I wanted, you know. But um, but at the same time, it, it's like it's not like he asked. Well, you have to tell us, like, like we'll fire him if he's inappropriate. Yeah. Like that's not acceptable. Like yeah, it's like they were just like, okay, <laughs> like yeah, you obviously there's obviously a reason you don't want to work with him, but we're not gonna dive any deeper. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he was really weird and. And honestly, like a lot of the people that worked there, they they seemed to like him. Maybe just because, like, I mean, I will say, like, he was friendly. Like, he wasn't like ever mean to anyone. You know, I just thought he was really weird and creepy. Like, yeah, maybe it's just the way he was with me. But um, yeah, I don't know. So I think I kind of just thought I that no one would really care. You know, <laughs> like so. Um, yeah. And for all I know, he wasn't trying to do anything, but I was just like, how do you not get that yeah. this would be uncomfortable? Like, he was well, looking at me like I was bizarre. Like, why? Like, why was I being like that? You know? And I'm like, come on. <laughs> like, so. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <clears throat> all right. I worked at Taco Bell preparing the food, and my coworkers were definitely interesting. When I normally worked, when I normally worked was morning until after lunch. So we usually had the same group of people. A couple of them were deaf, recovered, semi-recovered, like crack addicts, crack addicts in their 40s. <laughs> there was one Hispanic lady in her 60s and then me. <laughs> Sorry, I got something in my... But they were actually pretty nice and generally good at their jobs. They were all adults, so they were generally responsible and I'll say this, the actual food were prepared by us normal people isn't all that sketchy. It's not as bad as you would think, but this horror story is just plain nasty. I had to work a little later in the day, It's, um, it, which is when the nasty teens, 20-somethings, started working. And they were all grungy and nasty. <laughs> but I remember as I was about to leave that one of the shift leaders pulled out his vape took a big old puff and blew it all over the Doritos Locos taco shells. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. So that was horrific. It made me question everything I've ever eaten. <laughs> so go to Taco Bell during the day when the people who actually need jobs are there to do things right and not get fired. Oh True. my gosh. That, oh my gosh. Ew. And vape yeah. is so bad. It is so bad. That's disgusting. Dang. Ew. Yeah. I I think I like I always worry about that now too. Ed, I think I maybe have mentioned this on the podcast before, but the last few times that I have gone out to eat, I have been like, other than this taco place that we go to all the time, um, but everything else, like we went to like first watch because everybody talks about how like amazing the breakfast food is. It was all right. I was like, I could have made this way better. And we yeah. went to this like breakfast place here that's like super popular. It's called like Florida Cracker Kitchen. It's like a local, like locals only place. Like oh, it's okay. really cool. It was all right. Like, yeah. And it's just like lately I've been like, Ugh. but I guess like mostly it's about like, I could do a way better job. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like especially I, for I'm how expensive good. everything is. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. 
And yeah, I've just been like, dang, I can make this way better. I'm a way better cook. And you do have you control are. You are over. Really good cook. <laughs> I tend like... to eat your food than <laughs> restaurants. So. <laughs> I do think like maybe someday it would be fun to have a food truck, but I don't know if like I want to commit to like. That's a lot of work. Yeah, that's a lot of work. And it probably would take the fun out of cooking for me if I had to cook for yeah. a job. But. I don't know, maybe like every now and then I could do like farmers markets, like just a one day thing, like fun, just for fun, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why I always think that I have to like make money or profit off of something that I'm good at. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know why I always think like that. You're so enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. It's just like fun. And yeah. <laughs> I get that. I get that though. That's how I am. I'm like always... I find a new hobby and I'm like, oh, I could sell this or something. And then, yeah. And then it's not fun anymore. So, yeah. Like, I haven't been baking as much lately. And I'm like, I just need to just bake for fun, like how I like yeah. it. So, um, yeah, just do it for fun. Yeah. All right. Next story. Um, this is actually just an embarrassing story that happened at work. I worked remotely as a customer service billing department for a Wi Fi company. So basically, I had a lot of calls that were people who were super pissed because their Wi-Fi shut off from not paying their bill. Well, this one guy was so upset that he had to wait on the phone longer than usual because we were super backed up on calls. And he just and he just yelled at me, just screaming. And I was having an already awful day during a long week of getting constantly yelled at by customers. And I just froze and was silently crying. <gasps> Well, he noticed and he felt so bad and he wanted to tell my manager how good I was doing and he wanted to send me a bagel or something. (laughs) I felt literally, yeah, I felt literally so awful and unprofessional. More of the story, just don't yell at people to get what you want. Don't forget we're human beings with feelings that sometimes cannot be controlled. LOL. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That just reminds me of a story that I have when I got yelled at. Um, so this was when I first started at Spring Hill Suites on the night shift. It was my first week. So I like I had done the training and I think this was like my first night on my own there. So oh. this this guy, they check it. The, so my shift started at 11 o'clock at night and went until 7 a.m. in the morning. So this was like late at night. And so this guy, he checks in with his family, his wife and like his daughter and his daughter had like some, a baby and a couple of kids. Um, so anyway, so he checks in and they had like, it was like full, um, you know, it's summer. So people, lots of people go to Utah to visit family in the summer. It's, and we're right by BYU. So that's where all the BYU summer camps are going on and EFY and all that stuff. So this our like that hotel just gets like booked all summer. Like it's, we're sold out like a lot. So this, this was a sold out night and this guy, he checks in and there's like different statuses for Marriott um, rewards members. And he, at the time I like, so he had a, I think he had a silver, I think it was a silver member, which is actually the lowest tier of the Marriott. This is like kind of important. <laughs> and uh, so it's like silver, gold, and the platinum. And, you know, obviously like, like any other 
membership is just like how many times you stay there and you get certain perks depending on which status you're on so he was on like the lowest tier but he like uh so he had two rooms and he wanted them right next to each other but because he checked in at the the very very end of the day his rooms weren't right next to each other and he screamed at me like he full-on screamed at me that it was unacceptable and that he's a silver member (laughs) and i should on like i should have honored this and i'm trying to explain to him like i'm so sorry like i just started my shift the people at the beginning of the day they're the ones that assign the rooms and then then it's just like whatever's left over people get checked in you know and i'm sorry but your rooms, they're taken and we're sold out. I cannot give you another room. These are the only two rooms left. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, so anyway, so that, and that's just like uh, the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> like, it was scary to be yelled at like that, especially like in front of his wife and his oh daughter. Gosh. I'm like, and I was 21 years old. So I'm like a young woman and he's screaming at me. Like, that's Dang. just like so disgusting for like just a makes grown you man. Faint, you know? Yeah, like. he's like, probably like it is fifties. Like he's just an older oh. man screaming at me. Like just cause he didn't get what he wanted. Like that's just Jeez. like so stupid. Ick. Yeah. And then, so then he gets into his room and that they wanted a packet play. So then I go and get the packet play out of like the housekeeping room and I take it to their room and I knock on their door just to let them know that it's there. And then he asks me to come into the room and set it up for them. And then oh. at that point, I was like, you just no. screamed at me. And no way. And so I, I just told him, I was like, I'm sorry. It's against policy. I cannot enter your room by myself. I have to go back to the front desk. I just like totally yeah. made it up. And I was like, I don't oh even know how But I was like, no, I'm not going to your room. Well, it should be. Like, that's creepy. I'm not going to your room to set it. First of all, I don't even know how to set that up. Like, I don't have a kid. Like, yeah. I don't know how to set up a pack and play. Yeah. <laughs> and I do have kids now and pack and plays are so hard. Like, depending hard. On which, so like, no way. I would have never figured that out. No. <laughs> like, yeah. And uh, not with like, him just watching you and screaming at you. Yeah. No way. So like, anyway, that was just like a funny story. And like, I t- that's a funny story until now. But at the time I was like, ew. And thankfully I'm like, you know, secure enough or i was like no way i'm not going in there like (laughs) i'm not going to your room you old man and you just yelled at me like (laughs) and what if you're a creeper too like yeah like what if you lock the door with me in there like i was just scared to go in there you have (laughs) no idea yeah what you could have done it's true so anyway (laughs) wow sad okay so i worked at a bakery in high school it was my first job ever. I was 16 and a sophomore. Long story short, one of the shift managers was an 18-year-old senior. Let's just say she was the definition of a B-word. <laughs> she told all her high school co-workers she didn't like me because oh. I was too nice and cute. And someone has to be mean to her. What? Oh. What the heck? She was really weird. Anyways, she made a huge lie that every time I work, there is money missing from the register. She was accusing me of stealing money. I heard this from a coworker who told me at school. I was so upset. Not only was she rude to me in person at work, but she was making up a huge lie. Anyways, this place was toxic in general, and there was more to say, but that broke my little sophomore heart to hear that. LOL. Oh. What? You broke your little sophomore heart? That's, That's so... 
sad. That's oh really gosh. sad and messed up. Like, what type of person just lies that you're stealing money? That's gross. I mean, how unhappy do you have to be to, like, you think someone's too nice and cute, so someone has to be mean to them? Like, yeah, Ugh. who taught you that? Like, where, why do you think that that has to be a thing? Like, yeah, that's gross. You need a hug and some milk. Yeah, <laughs> it's some milk. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next one says, had a guy at work who was always sexually harassing the girls and the management wouldn't do anything about it to the point of like asking the girls to talk to him alone outside. Sorry, wait. To the point of like asking the girls to talk to him alone outside coming into the store and he wasn't scheduled to hang out with whatever poor gal was scheduled alone. <gasps> Touching and hugging all the time, very up in personal space, asking if he could record us while we were working. What? That's what? freaking weird. Multiple women complained about him and were told, "You have have you asked him to stop?" <gasps> No, I'm worried he's going to show up when I'm here alone and murder me. So, no thanks. He was assistant manager for a while, too, regardless of all the complaints against him. Horrible way to run a business. Oh, my gosh. Holy crap. That's so messed up. That's, like, oh hard. Gosh. Like, I don't know where they worked, but, like, if you're, like, if it's, like, a smaller business, like, yeah. that's, like, hard. Like, who do you complain to? Like, I guess you yeah. just have to quit. Like, you know. Oh, my gosh. That's messed up. <clears throat> All right. I worked at a trampoline park for a few years in high school. I can't tell you how disgusting those places are, even if it looks like the <laughs> workers are always cleaning. I've had to clean poop out of foam pits on multiple occasions. Oh, no. Oh, like, okay. I'm wondering if that's like from a baby. Like at first I was thinking like, oh my gosh, what type of person just poops in there? But like I could see that being <laughs> yeah, like from like a diaper blowout. Me. Like no, but still. <laughs> that's horrible. It's I mean, it sucks because it happens. Like it happens to every mom, like a diaper blowout. And uh mm -hmm. plus they uh rarely change out the foam in those places. Yeah, I don't I seriously doubt that they change the foam. Like what, you throw it away, buy new foam, like <laughs> Like, that's probably, like, I mean, <laughs> just a huge waste, like, you know. But you would hope like, because poop. Like, what do they do? Do they, like, burn it? Like, what happens to the foam? Like, I don't know. Um, that actually reminds me, this is, like, a horrible story. And hopefully nobody ever, ever noticed this. <laughs> but just speaking of, like, poop blowouts. <laughs> um, so... <clears throat> This was actually right after we visited you guys in Idaho. So, and this wasn't Peach, okay? This was Austin, who was fully potty trained. She had never had an accident. So, we were driving down to St. George from Rexburg, and that's an eight-hour drive. So, halfway in the middle is Rexburg. And we just thought we would take a break, and we went to the Provo Rec Center to go swimming, just to get some sun and just have some fun and move our bodies yeah. until we got back in the car. And, um, and Peach, she wasn't even one yet. So we kind of needed the break for her too. Cause she was, it's yeah. hard for that age for them to be in the car a long time. Cause they can't do anything. They can't like play on an iPad. They, they can't yeah. entertain themselves, but they're also old enough where they like want to move. They're crawling. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're sick of being in the car. <laughs> yeah. So 
anyway, so Austin, she she was swimming in like the kitty area and she uh I went over to her and I noticed that like there was something like rock hard and lumpy in her swimsuit. Oh. Oh, and no. so she she pooped in her swimsuit. And I was so pissed because this was a brand new swimsuit. I got like a ton of cute swimsuits from Cotton On. And anyway, I didn't have anything. So I was like, crap, she just went pooped. But it was like <laughs> solid enough that like it, it hadn't escaped her swimsuit. It was it was in yeah. there. So I didn't want to like, so I just pulled her out. I took her to the bathroom and I didn't tell anybody because I didn't want to like, that would be so embarrassing for them to like empty the pool out. Like it hadn't gotten out. So it wasn't like, like, yes, it was disgusting. because like her poop was in the water, <laughs> but, but like nobody knew. So I was like, okay, all right, let's just get out of here. Let's just hurry and get out of here. And, oh my God. Um, and it probably was like from sitting in the car all day and now she's moving. So like finally like stuff got loosened up. And um, oh so I take her to the bathroom and <clears throat> I'm like trying to take off her swimsuit. And then this poop, it had gotten like wet from the water. So now it's oh. like not a solid poop anymore. Yeah. And it just like flops out onto the ground in the bathroom. <laughs> and it was like so horrifying. And then I'm like trying to like grab that like all the toilet paper and pick it up and throw it in the toilet. It was so disgusting. Like oh it was the most God. like horrifying moment for me as a mom where I'm like, <laughs> okay, somebody has to, like, I have to clean it up. I can't just like leave <laughs> this poop on the floor in the bathroom. Oh my God. <laughs> where like kids are just coming in by themselves without their parents, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, I can't just like leave this on the ground or some kid is going to step in it or like, or eat it or something like it was horrible Ew. like <laughs> oh anyway gosh. and then i just didn't know what to do with her swimsuit like now thinking back i probably could have like washed it in the toilet like flushed it down the wa flushed all the poop down then wash it in the toilet but i just threw it away i just like didn't know what to do with it so um. anyway it was like horrible so yeah, I kind of like sometimes like poop happens with kids. <laughs> like, yeah, and no, she was true. she was three years old, so it wasn't like she was like old enough to know better. It just like it happened. Yeah, and honestly, like that, if you've like ever had a poop blow out in a swim diaper, those things do not hold poop. No, like they're disgusting. Like they don't do anything. Like and yeah, so. Like Peach, I've had, I've talked about this before. She's just had so many poop blowouts in her. Anytime we've gone to the beach, it's been horrible. I've thrown away a lot of swimsuits, like so more sad. than yeah. So, but anyway, like anyway, <laughs> I just, I guess poop You're just like, brings up it. all these stories. Poop, I got a lot of poop <laughs> stories. Okay. <clears throat> all right, okay. I've got one more story that my friend texted to me, okay. so I'm gonna read that real quick. So I worked at a swimsuit store in Florida for a few months. One day the AC unit went out and can you guess what happened? People still wanted to try on swimsuits. It's 100 <laughs> plus degrees outside and rather than closing the company, uh, closing, the company decided to just open a door for the airflow. Imagine oh helping women in and out of swimsuits while they are sweating profusely. Sticky, sweaty cloths stuck to sticky, sweaty bodies. Ew. Also, that day, 
it seems like only people who had it showered in a few days wanted to try out swimsuits. What do you think stores do with those sweaty, stinky garments? Put them right back on the rack, of course. This is a reminder to always wash your clothes before wearing them straight from the store. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And here, like uh, the term swamp ass is real out here. Okay. It is for real. It's just, it's so humid. Like, like when we first moved here last year, I took like showers a couple times a day because I was just so sweaty and humid yeah. and like you're just your butt and crotch area just they stink like it's oh, just man. and I had never had that before. It's like, yeah, like if maybe it's been a couple of days since you showered, like if after you have like a baby or, you know, you kind of neglect yourself a little bit, <laughs> you know, at that smell. But in like one day, like that's like for real how it was when we first oh, met so i'm just like that's disgusting to like try on swimsuits Ugh. for yeah. real like yeah i guess that's why there's that protection thing there yeah thankfully yeah thankfully but that doesn't really stop but it's like it it's just keep your, away the smell it's just like your private parts area it doesn't like go all the way up to your butt crack you know yeah. like so yeah, yeah, I didn't really think about that. Like <laughs> how people try the clothes on and they're probably just nasty. Like Yeah. Ew. So anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. There's some really funny stories on here. And it just makes me glad I don't have a have like a job anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. So but like my, yeah. I've also had like my last job that I had, um, when I worked, um, in the gym daycare, that was like a, that, I don't think I had any bad stories. Like everybody was nice and, you know, so like, yeah. you know, hopefully more, more people have that experience and like <laughs> bad, like, you know, yeah, most, hopefully people are happy where they work. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so anyway. We hope you guys have a great week and we are, we'll post our next few episodes that we have planned so that you guys have the next month or two to write in stories for our story submission stories. And thanks so much for all the support. We feel it, the, we really feel it. And thank you for all like my friends that have reached out to me to let me know that they've been listening. That's so awesome to know, like, specific people that are listening it, it makes me feel good and we're we're still learning as we go so if you have any feedback too <laughs> about like if uh, if you can't like hear us or like stuff like that like we appreciate it because I stopped listening to our episodes like a while ago because I I'm very critical <laughs> of myself <laughs> and I'd be like oh my gosh I'm saying like way too much or and it's just yeah. like you know I just I'd rather avoid it you know I I like yeah. to feel good about myself so if yeah, I, it's easier for me to for just fun. avoid it. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so totally get that yeah <laughs> but anyway. we do we really appreciate all the support and um let us know if you guys have like any like ideas or things that you're wanting to hear from us yeah um, totally you know, just love to you know look yeah <laughs> we'd appreciate love that, so. any suggestions so send them our way um you can follow us on at the girls you don't like on instagram and that's where we post uh, all the story submissions and 
stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. All right. See ya.